you about to feel pain And I gotta do her, God said I gotta do her Cause it's off with the name, Savage Truth Savage Truth, it's the Savage Truth, the Savage Truth Welcome back to the Savage Truth Network. I am your host, Roy Dockery, and this is one of the few, one of the one of the remaining lessons of the Leadership Lab. So we talked about serving, we talked about discipline, we, we've talked about the good things, the bad things, and some things in between. Now I want to talk about like how you give credit, right? How do you recognize your team publicly, but also how do you take responsibility for your team's failures? See, at the end of the day, the way that I believe and, and, and the way that I look at it, right, is that all problems are your fault as the leader, right? So whether there are problems that can be resolved, whether there are problems that are temporary, whether there are problems that are based on people, all problems are your fault. If you have someone underperforming because they haven't been trained properly, that is your fault. If you have somebody who's underperforming, has been attempted to be trained, but is still there underperforming and disrupting your culture, that is your fault. Like if you have a member of your team that's generating toxic energy, um, that's being discriminatory, that's being biased, and they're still an employee within your organization and you're allowing that cancer to spread, that is your fault. Like as the leader, we have to take responsibility for the state of affairs and say that this is where we're going, this is the path, these are the corrections, and then we own those corrections. And if those corrections do not happen, it is our fault, right? Failure is going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen. People are going to be, they're going to be behavioral problems. They're going to be interpersonal conflict. All of these things are going to exist because we're dealing with humans and humans are complicated and difficult, right? Um, complex ecosystems within themselves. So dealing with humans is complex. Um, we're, you know, we're not just dealing with robots. And even when we do deal with robots, you need the humans to service them. I know I did that for 12 years. So the reality is, is that when we talk about like giving credit and taking responsibility, like as leaders, even if it's not specifically my fault, like if my team fails to do something, I can't try to disconnect myself from my team's failure, but then be the same person that wants to celebrate or, or get the shine or get the accolade when my team succeeds. Because if the performance of my team is a reflection of me, the performance of my team should be a reflection of me, whether it's good or bad. And how I respond to what's good or what's bad is what definitively makes me a good or a bad leader. In my mind, right, and based on research and, you know, and in some of the videos and in all of the descriptions, you'll see a list. It's not like I don't study leadership um, extensively. It's not like I haven't been in leadership in the military, in the private sector, as a business owner, as a consultant, as a contractor, as an executive, um, as a community leader, as a community organizer, as a pastor. I have led in a majority of ways, right? I mentor leaders. I coach leaders. Um, I consult with leaders, right? So there's a lot of things that I do from a leadership perspective. And, and this is a fundamental thing for me that people need to understand. You should always give credit, take responsibility, right? Don't, don't, don't defer responsibility. Don't blame, but then take credit. Because if, if, like I said, if it's your team, it's like, you know, when a coach stands to the podium, that coach gets applauded for his team winning. And what does the coach normally do? The coach normally gives that credit to the players, you know, they were, you know, regardless of what sport it was, baseball, it could be, you know, whatever, you're talking to the pit crew chief at a NASCAR race, they give credit to the people who were performing that led to the success. But when they fail, when they lose, 
good coaches take responsibility, right? They say we, or they say I, or we weren't prepared. They don't say the running the running back fumble. They don't say that the, the point guard missed the three-pointer or that, you know, my star player had a low field goal percentage. They don't start throwing people under the bus when they're asked the question, why did you not succeed? Because in the same way, when they're when they talk about winning, it's not like they sit there and 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 bask in the victory, but then talk about every failed play, talk about every missed pass, talk about every missed catch, every drop ball. They don't do that because as a leader, they know that they're representing their team. So when we fail, we fail together. When we succeed, we succeed together. And if you are the leader, that means when your team fails, you fail right? So you own that. You take the responsibility of that. And you don't try to detach yourself from the failure, but then you want to be the recipient of all the accolades. You are a bad leader. If all you do is take credit, but you never take responsibility, you are a bad leader. You are a bad manager. Maybe you need to go be an individual contributor. Because if you get anxious when things go wrong and you try to start finding the person on your team to blame for that failure, you try to start finding an individual that you can scapegoat or or one head that you can sacrifice to make it all better, that doesn't help because now you have a culture of fear in your organization where people are afraid to fail and people are afraid that you will throw them under the bus if they make a mistake. I tell people all the time, one of the, you know, when I'm interviewing and, and when the leaders that I develop and I coach, one of the things I tell them is that you are a good leader if you don't have to search for your employees' weaknesses, you're a good leader when they tell you what they've done wrong. You're a good leader when they approach you about, here's an area that I need improvement. You're probably a decent manager if you spend all your time finding what people do wrong, right? If you're always looking in the data, if you're always digging into the details, if you're always trying to catch somebody not doing what you expect them to do, if you're trying to catch somebody trying to game the system, if you're trying to catch somebody not performing at the level that you would expect, that's not what you should be doing. As a leader, right, leaders build people, they develop people, even if I've got to develop them out. And in that development, you create a relationship where people trust you to say, hey, I know if I approach you with a weakness, right, if I tell you something that I did wrong, what you're going to do with that is try to help me avoid that in the future. You're going to develop me so that I can mitigate those mistakes. You're going to develop me so that I can eliminate those risks and I don't repeat the same issue again. But that's only if they trust you as a leader. If they fear you as a manager, they will hide things from you and you constantly have to catch people lying. You have to catch people failing. You have to catch people not succeeding in particular areas because they don't trust you enough to be transparent because they're afraid to fail in front of you because when they fell in front of you, you kick them under the bus or you push them under the bus, right? And that is not what we should be doing as leaders. You should always give credit and take responsibility. You should not seek the praise as the leader, you shouldn't stand up and say, hey, look what my team has done. It should always be you standing in the back and pushing your team forward and saying, hey, look what my team did. And then when your team comes under fire, you jump in front of your team and you say, hey, I've got this, right? Like, I'll take this. Let me take the hits. I'll go back to my team and deal with it. But I should never be delegating that when you when you, when you you shoot something at my team, I move out the way and was like, oh, that was his problem. No, I'm the leader right? I'm the leader. So even if I lead from the back, when it's time for me to defend my team, I need to step to the front. But when it's time for me to celebrate my team, I push them forward, 
right? We should not be standing in front. And I tell people all the time, and you know, and I've used this saying for years, especially working in service. Everybody knows people say that crap rolls downhill. Um, and my, but you know, or if, if it rains, right? Like when people are like when it rains, it pours. Like that whole illustration that problems rain down upon you. And I tell people that as a leader, you are the umbrella. So you are the umbrella. It is your job to cover your organization, to cover your team. So as a vice president, I should be covering my entire team, right? Somebody shouldn't be able to throw an arrow at one of my employees through me because I should be covering my entire team and whatever I need to address under this umbrella, I will address. And then my directors, my managers, my supervisors, they all have umbrellas. Our umbrellas have different sizes because our scope of coverage, our scope of responsibility is different, but it's my umbrella. Right. So if something's failing under this umbrella, then I need to address what's in my umbrella. But I'm holding the umbrella. So so I'm the one that's going to feel the weight. I'm the one that's going to be holding the burden. I'm the one that's getting rained on with complaints and and whatever else. And then we will address it. If I close my umbrella and move out of the way, then what value do I add as a leader to my team? Like we should be providing that coverage for them. So like we shouldn't be. You know, we shouldn't be like stepping in front, trying to receive all of the praise and the accolades, but then receding to the back when there's a problem and pushing the team forward. Right. That's the moment, the movement we should have when we're celebrating, push the team forward. When we need to defend, when we need to respond to an issue, we step forward and we say, I'm the leader. Let me figure it out. Because what you're doing as well with the broader organization, you're giving them one point of contact or people always like to say one throat to choke. Right. Why would I push an entire team forward? And now I've got 10 people in the line of fire of some kind of complaint, escalation or problem when probably only one of them is the issue. So I can receive that feedback and then I can go address it with the one person that made that mistake. I can go address it with the one person who owns that process or owns that outcome so that I'm not having my entire team berated because I push them forward in a time of crisis instead of jumping forward and protecting them right? Success is their accomplishment. Problems are your fault as the leader. They are your responsibility as the leader to fix. That's why you get paid more money than the people who work underneath you, even though they do more actual work every day, because you are there for the crisis. You should be there for the escalation. You should be there to take responsibility and to own it as a leader and say, let me go take care of this, you know, and I'll get back to you. It's never stepping out of the way like Neo and letting the bullet hit the people behind you. Like, no, like we are the umbrella, the umbrella, we provide the coverage, we are the shield, but that does not mean we don't deal with our issues in-house, right? That means we deal with our issues in private, that means we we hold people to the standards and the expectations that we have. And when people are not living up to those expectations, we already had that video, right? They get disciplined, they get developed, and sometimes that development leads to termination. Sometimes that development leads to better performance and promotion. But if it leads to termination, so be it, right? When people don't, when people cannot maintain the standard that we need for the team to be successful collectively, then we need to make sure that we're bringing members onto the team that can help us hold the line. So again give credit, take responsibility, own it, right? Push your people forward when it's time for your team to be praised. And when it's time for your team to be held accountable, step to the front and take that accountability for your team, right? You don't need to be praised as the leader from the public. You should be getting praise from your team on the inside. 
And if you've got to keep going to the, the CEO or the C-suite or the executives to get your praise and your accolade because you don't feel that coming from your own team, your team isn't saying thank you. Your team isn't saying they appreciate you. Your team isn't basically pushing that positive energy back to you. Then you're probably a bad leader because I don't need accolades and appreciation from the C-suite. I get it every day from my team, not because I asked for it but because they know I cover them, because they know I'm looking out for them, because they know I have their best interests in mind, because they know I love them, right? Because I tell my employees that. been saying it for like four or five years. Um, and saying such a strong statement also makes me, puts me in a position to live up to it. Some things we don't say because we don't actually want to have to deliver on it, right? So I have to be someone who's concerned, who's checking in on them, who's making sure they're okay, making sure their families are okay, because I set that as the expectation of who I'm supposed to be as their leader. Um, and I'll continue to do that because it's worked well thus far. And not only has it worked, it's also allowed me to pour that same level of passion and care into other people who are now leading the same way and seeing positive results. So that's all I've got for right now, but we're going to end it with this statement. Give credit, take responsibility. And then next time, we're going to talk about the difference between delegating and deferring responsibility. So we'll get to that next time. So thank you for joining us, the Savage Truth Network. I am Roy Dockery. This is the Leadership Lab. God bless y'all. Peace out. Somebody, somebody, pray for me, whether I seem like I'm well or